Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our show this evening. We have a very special guest, Mary Marks. Thank you for coming on the show, Mary. I'm so happy to have you. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. This is something new for me, and I'm very excited to be here. Well, I'm anxious to get started because, as you know, I've read the first book in the series, and I'm halfway through the second book. And a lot of my um, readers on the blog and listeners love Cozy Mysteries. So I'm just going to get us started. Could you please tell everybody about the Quilting Mysteries series? Well, um, I, uh, I first of all, I was a quilter. Um, when I retired, when I took an early retirement from an administrative job at UCLA, I was casting about for something to do, and I knew I always wanted to make quilts. So I became a serious quilter, uh, doing it 24-7, and I would write a little bit about my quilts. And at some point I realized that in my quilt journal, I was actually writing little stories about each quilt, little an anecdote uh, vignette from my life and um, I thought gee this might make an interesting memoir so I showed it to my daughter who's a professional writer and editor and publisher and she said mom I think you have something here but you really need to take some writing classes (laughs) 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 and at first I was incensed because I used to help her with her college papers then I thought she knows what she's doing, so why not? Why not enroll in some classes? So I went to the writers program at UCLA and started taking memoir writing classes. And um, after about four years, I got kind of bored with that. So I took a workshop on a whim on writing mysteries because I love to read mysteries, and I got hooked. And I thought I can do this. So there's an old adage that I follow, write what you know, and I knew that I uh, wanted to write about being an older person, and I wanted to write about quilts, and I thought I would incorporate that into a mystery series, and that's how the idea started. Wow. And and I have to say, Mary, I'm going to go ahead and say it on the air. I know you laughed. Um, I'm with I'm in a group where which Mary is in the group as well, and I told her it was so nice to finally talk to her, but that she sounds so young, and everybody laughs at me because everybody says, "Oh well, Babs, you have a little girl voice," which I know I do, but Mary does sound awfully young. I would never have thought, and not that you're old, Mary, but I didn't think that you you don't sound the age that you are. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Well, thank you, and believe me, I'm very proud of my age. I've earned every single gray hair and every wrinkle that I have, and believe me, at the age of 72, I have a lot of them. <laughs> well, you you know I think you're wonderful, so we just got to get the readers to know how wonderful you are. Can you okay. tell us about the book that just got released today, congratulations, or yesterday, I'm sorry, yesterday? Um, congratulations on your new release. Thank you. Could you tell everybody else about Gone But Not Forgotten? 
Gone But Not Forgotten is, like all of my books, sort of based on real events. Um, my First of all, let me t- tell you that my, my pattern is to start writing a book in, on the 1st of October and finish it by the end of June uh, of the following year That it, because it takes me about nine months to write a book. And then I take the summer off and I don't write until October 1st comes up again and then I start on the next book. So it was during the summer a couple of years ago when my brother called me with this odd story. And he said that he had just been contacted by an attorney about a friend of his that he hadn't seen in 20 years. And the friend had died and named my brother in his will. And he said to me, Mary, you know the oddest thing is that the guy died in his house. He had become a recluse, and his body lay undiscovered for 10 months. And I said, how can that be? Didn't, wasn't there an odor? Didn't the neighbors notice anything? And all these questions went through my mind, and I knew immediately that that was going to be the premise for my next book. So Gone But Not Forgotten was is was based on that story, but of course it's it got a whole different twist when I started writing it. Well, you know, I do have that question, and not to give anything away in the book, because like I said, I'm only halfway through. It is hard to believe that somebody could be gone for 10 months and nobody noticed. Isn't it? I found it. I found that so intriguing, and I I couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's when I that's when I realized I had a real story on my hands. My other two books were also based on experiences, real experiences that either I had or friends of mine had. The um, the second book, for example. Uh, not in my backyard, was based on uh, the premise that there was a, a baseball stadium built in a quiet neighborhood that caused a lot of problems. And you know that actually happened in my neighborhood. And also in that book, the um, Army Corps of Engineers destroyed a wildlife habitat and uh, raised a lot of ire in the community for doing that and that that happened and that was also included in my book so I really am comfortable with the idea of writing what I know and I just take off on some basic event and embellish it and fictionalize it and have a lot of fun doing it well I have to say your covers on this whole series is wonderful. I mean, they just pop, and and you want to pick it up because it looks so pretty. You know, I wish I could take credit for that, but I <laughs> can't. The publisher has total control over the covers, and the author has absolutely no input. However, Kensington is my publisher, and their artists, are fabulous and I have to say that I am so excited about each and every one of my covers because they really nail 
the story, and they really uh, get it across on the co- on the uh, the covers. Yes, they do. The both both of the ones I've read or and or, and or reading, they do. Now that that is the God's honest truth because you have so many covers that you think about it as you're reading and you flip back over and look at the cover and you're like, this has nothing to do with what I've read so far. But yours actually do. I mean, everything that you see on the cover has something to do with the with the plot of the story. Yes, I'm I'm so pleased with Kensington. Their people there are really talented. I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky in so many ways. I'm lucky to have found something that I love to do at this late stage in my life, a brand new career. I'm lucky to have found uh, a wonderful agent, literary agent, and I'm very lucky to have found a publisher who wants to publish my stories. I'm very lucky. You've got the right people, that is for sure. Now, can you tell us about giving anything away? Because I know October is coming up. Do you have anything that you can um, give us a little bit about for your next book? Oh, yes. Uh, Book number four is called Something's Not Kosher. And I take the girls on a road trip to Oregon. And there's a lot of things that happen to them along the way. And I have to say, I had so much fun writing this next story. I think it's the funniest by far of all the books in the series. And I hope my readers will enjoy it as well. Oh, you know we will. (laughs) I hope so. Well, do you have a certain character that you enjoy most writing over the others? Maybe not a favorite, but but the part that you enjoy writing about them. You know, it's really interesting. The the characters in my book uh, come to me sometimes as a surprise. I'll be writing a scene and I'll think, well, I need to have a certain kind of character in this scene, and so I'll start writing and they bubble up out of my, I don't know, someplace in my unconscious, I suppose. And I love, especially love writing quirky characters. And I, the more absurd, the better. And believe me, every single one of my characters in all of my books are based on people that I've known, maybe not one person in particular, but a combination of people or a a type of person. And I love writing quirky characters. Mary's one of those that don't make her mad, she'll kill us off in the book. Oh, my goodness. That's a wonderful thing about being a writer of fiction. You know, I recently had a dispute with a neighbor of mine, for real. This goes back to writing what you know. And the guy was a real bully, and he had a he has a passive-aggressive little wife. And we had an argument over our dogs that turned into I a shouting match. I remember you posting this. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill him off. In my next book. (laughs) (laughs) As long as the the neighbors that are not listening to the show were good. 
<laughs> I don't care. I'm 72 years old. I don't care. <laughs> you can do what you want at 72. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, as soon as you started talking about it, I was like, I remember her posting about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, go ahead, Mary. I'm sorry. What did you say? No, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was like, I was, I was saying, please carry on because I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, no, I was done. I was done. Oh okay. Well, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because since I brought up about you posting, could you please share with everybody at this point where they can find you on social media? Um, I have an an author page on Facebook. And I also have a website, uh, www.marymarksmysteries.com. And very easy. And her website's even lovelier. You can find out all all you want to know about Mary and where you can stalk her. <laughs> oh, please, no stalkers, or otherwise I'll have to kill you in one of my books. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, in between June and October, what do you what do you like to do for hobbies when you're when you're not trying to write your book? Okay, I'm going to tell you my dirty little secret. I Uh-oh. love playing. <laughs> I love playing hidden object computer games. I am addicted. I love the storylines. I love solving puzzles. I love everything about it, and I've been doing it since 2007. So how long is that? That's eight years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. It's a long time, and uh, I, like, I enjoy being with my, my children and my grandchildren. I try not to uh, tax the little gray cells too much during the summertime. I just kind of let them work in the background, thinking loosely about my next book and and maybe doing a little bit of research. But mostly I like to enjoy my summertime and just relax and have fun. Well, that's not bad. And I like how you do it because you do take several months off instead of trying to write the whole year through. Well, you know, some people just can't help themselves. They love to write, and they do it all the time, and it gives them great joy and great fulfillment and pleasure. I never really felt that I had to write. This is something that I'm enjoying doing, but I it's okay for me to take time off. I never thought of well, myself as a writer. You've worked for so long in, in administration. You deserve a break. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, I do. Now, do you? How many? If you don't mind me asking, how many children and grandchildren do you have? I have three children, and I have ten grandchildren. And among those ten grandchildren are three sets of twins. Oh my gosh! Each, I know. Each one of my children had a set of twins, 
and there are nine girls and one boy, and it's chaos when we get together, but it's so lovely. Well, no wonder you take off during the summer months. It's true. I just had uh, a lot of... I just had a lot of fun taking my children clothes shopping for school. Oh, fun. Those are the fun times. Now, can you tell us when you're in your, as I call the writing dungeon, can you tell us what room that is for you in the house? Yes, it's. Uh, a second bedroom that I've turned into a, an office and it has a window right next to my desk that looks out onto my front patio that's filled with potted flowers and a fountain. And it's uh, it's so pleasant and I find inspiration just sitting here and writing. However, I have to tell you that um, I live in Southern California, and as you've probably heard, we've had a historic drought here. And right. so the weather's been very hot and very dry. And I find that the gray weather, the gray rainy weather, really inspires me to be creative. I, I I love making, I love sewing, I love cooking, I love writing when the weather is really gray and wet. However, we don't have very much of that here. So so I turn on uh, YouTube and there's a, a, a recording, an eight-hour recording of a storm and there's lots of the sound of rain falling down and the sound of thunder in the background. And I just turn that on my computer and sit in my office and pretend that it's raining and gray and cool outside and uh, get a lot of pleasure from and inspiration from writing that way. Wow, that is very interesting. I didn't know they had any recordings that long for a storm. They Especially do on YouTube. Yes, they do. I, apparently, people turn them on at night and sleep to various uh, environmental recordings. I don't. I just use it for writing. But right. <clears throat> Very interesting. Well, at least, at least I was so scared to death you were going to say that your window overlooks your neighbor's property over there in their house. Well, it kind of does, but I can <laughs> I can ignore the I can ignore what's beyond my outside patio and just concentrate on the on the serene little environment that I was able to create there. Well, I know this is off the wall question, so Mary didn't know I was going to ask this. Um, I know you like to write your mysteries. Is there a certain um, how shall I put this? Is there a certain situation that you haven't put in your plot yet that you would love to down the road, something that you've been thinking of for a while? Well, that's a really interesting question. And the answer is I can't think of anything right now. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing burning 
<laughs> in my soul right now that I need to write about. But uh, it will come. Well, usually I'll I'll ask, you know, is there a certain genre that you would like to write in that you haven't? But I know you love mystery so much, so I knew that wouldn't be a good question to ask. Well, if you're talking about writing in other genres, um, I do still want to write a memoir. I've had a very interesting life. I've had a very difficult beginning to my life, and... I think I have a, an interesting story to tell. And I I started out, as, as uh, you may recall my saying, as trying to write a memoir. And I haven't completely abandoned the idea. However, I'm not ready to tackle that yet. I'm having too much fun writing the mysteries. I don't play me, but I think your memoir would be very interesting to read. Well, it would be racy. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) What you didn't know about Mary Marks. (laughs) I'm sorry. Say that again. I said what you didn't know about Mary Marks. Oh, yes, indeed. And not everything can go in there either. Oh, my goodness. Well, on that note... (laughs) Tell us what's on your nightstand that you've been reading, Mary. Oh, you know, I've been uh, reading uh, uh, Brad Parks. I think he is a brilliant writer. He is so funny. His dialogue is so great. He, it just sparkles. I don't know if, you've, uh, if you're familiar with Brad Parks, but he writes a, a Cozy Mysteries featuring a 30-something journalist, a, a fellow who's a journalist, and he he has every ingredient for a successful book, great mysteries, well-crafted, uh, quirky characters, and as I said, sparkling dialogue and great pacing. His books are wonderful. Uh, I've heard of him, but I haven't given him a chance yet. My my to be to be read pile is so long nowadays. I'll add them to my list. <laughs> yes, I also enjoy um, uh, Ovidia Yu, who writes the Anti Lee mysteries. Oh yeah, she, right. She's in um, Shanghai, Singapore. Singapore, and I think. Yes. Singapore. Yes. And she writes about an elderly lady who solves murders, who is a cook. And her books are filled with exotic foods that we've never heard of. And she's a, she's a wonderful writer. So I've been reading her lately, too. Oh, good. Well, do you have um, any upcoming appearances or um, online or in person coming up? Um, yes, and I I do try to keep my website current with all of the the events I call them. They're usually uh, appearances on on blogs on a blog tour, but I'm also going to be a panelist at a conference in Orange County in October 
the Orange County chapter of Sisters in Crime is having a conference that's open not just to authors but to fans as well. And it's a one-day event with lunch. And if people want to know more about it, they can go to occistersincrime.org and find out about that. Well, Mary, we actually have a caller calling in. Let me get them on on the line here. Okay. Hello, Hello. and welcome to the show. Hello, do you you have a question for the author? Oh, yes. Yes, I have a question. Um, So um, who was your literary inspiration and where did you learn how to write the way you write today? Well, thank you for the question. My literary inspiration was Janet Ivanovich. I started reading her cozy mysteries, the Stephanie Plum mysteries, and I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to write humorous mysteries like that? Never realizing that one day I would be doing that the very thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also inspired by, oh, so many writers, uh, Martha Grimes, Elizabeth George, but they're really intellectual uh, writers. They're, they don't write cozy mysteries. And uh, I don't think I could ever write as well as they do. So I, I found my niche. Ah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for Thank calling. you for calling in. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that was nice. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. And if anybody else wants to call in, we have about three more minutes. So feel free to do that or you can go to the chat room and ask a questionnaire and I'll be happy to ask Mary the question. And speaking of which, Mary, could you give everybody your um, website address again for people who are just now coming in to listen? Sure. It's www.marymarksmysteries.com. And is there anything, because I like to ask this, because some authors really don't get the chance to say much to their readers, especially on Facebook and Twitter too much. Is there anything you would like to say to your readers and fans? Oh, Bab, thank you so much for this opportunity to do that. Yes. First of all, I want to tell my readers that I so appreciate your support. Your comments and feedback keep me going. They give me joy. And they make my life so much richer, and, and I'm so grateful for that. And I also want to say that my first book was published when I was 70 years old. So I want to say to you, it's never too late to pursue a dream. It's never too late to try something new. You never know where it's going to lead. You may not become a published author. You may not achieve fame and fortune, but you'll you'll achieve a deep personal satisfaction. And uh, I would encourage anybody who wants to try something new to do it. Just get out there and do it. 
Well, actually, Mary, I love what you said, and I'll come back to that. But we have another caller. Let me get them on the line. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So I have a question, and my question for Mary is, how did uh, she learn how to write? How did she um, get to where she has become so proficient? How did she start um Start the whole process. Oh, thank you for that question. I have always kept a journal during the years, and I've had kind of a innate talent for writing that was never developed until I went to UCLA and took some writing classes, and that's where I sort of honed my my craft. But I have to tell you that I that I could not write a book without my writers group. Every time I start a new book, I take pages in every week to a workshop because I need feedback, and uh, it helps me become a better writer. Thank you. That's a nice answer. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for calling. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for calling in. Bye-bye. Well, Mary, we have 25 seconds, believe it or not. But I wanted to say thank you for what you said to your readers. I think that was very sweet. Well, thank you for inviting me, Babs. This half hour went by so fast. It usually does. And it was so great having you on. So when you when you have your next release, you know you're you're happy to come back on the show anytime. Oh, thank you so much. That's so so sweet. Well, you go have a nice evening, and I will see you on Facebook. I know. Okay, Babs. Take it easy. Thank, thank you. You too. Okay. Be brave. Bye bye. Be yourself. Oh, I will. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>